Hey everybody, welcome to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. I'm Steve Vandegraaff, I'm going to be your host today. I wanted to give a special welcome to newer listeners. We're excited to see our community continue to grow and this podcast help more and more dentists with their practice and their life. I wanted to give a shout out to Dr. Sid for his recent review on Apple Podcasts. He writes, this podcast is a must for docs starting out. I can't believe this content is free. These docs are incredible and committed to helping practices reach their full potential. Cannot wait to hire them as coaches when I buy. Cannot say enough good things. I'm so fortunate to have TLP as a resource. Thank you. Very kind words. We put a lot of work into this and so it makes me really happy to see that it's making a difference for people. Today, I wanted to give you some tips on a topic we often discuss with clients in our one-on-one coaching, and that is scheduling. Why? Well, your scheduling determines a ton in your practice. We've all had days where we run busy and are exhausted at the end of the day, only to find out that we've barely broke even. We've also all experienced the slow days where you wonder if it's even worth your time to be in the office. Do you run behind consistently? Do you have lots of patients and lots of treatment scheduled, but you're just not producing and collecting like you feel you should? Each of these is likely a problem with scheduling. In professional sports, coaches, they have a clipboard with X's and O's. It's their game plan, their strategy that says who is going to go where and when. If they execute, they win. Well, your daily schedule is your clipboard. It's your X's and your O's. After working with a lot of doctors, I've noticed that many dentists are not intentional in scheduling. The default system for them is often just put names on the calendar. To be fair, it can be challenging. There's a lot of different ideas for scheduling out there. There's block scheduling, provider time scheduling, the scheduling institute, all-star scheduling, whatever that is. You name the flavor, there's tons of stuff. So to help in this area, I want to provide you with some tips that you can implement this week, like right away, to improve your game. The first principle is what I call priority scheduling. The common denominator with all those different systems just mentioned is they have you prioritize the most productive appointments. Not all procedures and appointments are equal. Some are way more valuable than others. Priority scheduling recognizes this and says you need to put the most productive appointments first. The common illustration on this topic is the example of fitting rocks, pebbles, and sand in a container. If you put sand in first, you won't be able to fit the rocks in. If you put large rocks in first, followed by the pebbles, and then the filler sand last, you can magically fit everything in. It's similar with scheduling. You have productive, slightly productive, and non-productive appointments that you have to handle. So you must intentionally prioritize productive things or you'll find yourself super busy only to look at numbers at the end of the day and find that you've barely broke even. The first step in this process is for you and your front desk to determine what are your rocks and what treatments are not productive. Fixed units, crown and bridge, quadrant fillings, multiple extractions, endo or implants. Those are the productive things we're talking about. Some scheduling systems recommend putting blocks in the schedule that can only be filled by these type of procedures. For example, From 8 to 8.30 in the morning, you can only put these type of procedures in this column. Doing this can make prioritizing productive treatment foolproof. Personally, in my office, I work out of three doctor ops. 
but one of my columns, the central column, throughout the day is dedicated to only these treatments. So I'm looking at that column and I know I'm gonna be spending most of my time each hour with those patients receiving those larger treatments. Don't just be busy for the sake of it. Yes, we want to fill the schedule for sure, but don't just take appointment requests or calls and put them in any slot. This is not a game of Tetris where we're trying to fill all the square spaces. We want to be intentional about making sure the larger cases are in place first. The second principle is your time. So priority scheduling, make sure the productive elements are there and doing this will help you reach the production you want. But the other consideration is your sanity. We schedule for production, but we also recognize that you can only be in one place at one time and you can only do so much work at once. So you need to schedule synchronous appointments, meaning appointments that are scheduled at the same time. You need to schedule those appointments, correct? This is the idea of provider time scheduling, which sets appointments up based around where the doctor is going to be at any given time. And some people are really over the top with this system and they're scheduling every 10 minutes where the doctor's supposed to be. That's too rigid in my opinion. But the principle here is to recognize that just like different types of appointments have different production from each other, different appointments take different amounts of time. Some are long, like endo. Some are quick, like a post-op. You want to put different types of appointments together during the same hour. Scheduling quicker things like a post-op or an adjustment during endo is a really good idea. Scheduling a patient for a quad of fillings in one chair at the same time as another patient with a quad of fillings in another chair is going to give you a really bad day. Putting two crown seats together is going to give you a period of time where you don't have much to do. Little challenge for you, take a moment and check your schedule for the next two days. Hopefully you have productive appointments prioritized and in place. Next, Look at what appointments are sitting next to each other. Are you going to be needed in two places at once? You can't really do two bridge preps at the same time. More common is you're not scheduled enough. You have two crown seats together, so you have no production. If you have two exams or consults at the same time with no other treatment, you're going to be missing out on production that hour or you're just going to spend most of your time that hour waiting around. Instead, put different types of appointments together. In my office, like I mentioned, I have three columns. One is labeled larger procedures, where we put crown and bridge, quadrant fillings, full arch or full mouth extractions, endo and implants. The next column is labeled right at the top. It says smaller procedures, which is stuff that doesn't take long. A crown seat, a one tooth filling, or extracting a couple teeth. The third column is assistant driven. So all of our denture and removable appointments are in there adjustments, post-ops, and limited exams and walk-ins actually. Now I'm still looking to capitalize on opportunities in this third column if there's available treatment to be done, and we regularly do treatment in this column throughout the day, but my main two chairs have appointments each hour with different doctor time requirements. So my schedule has some structure, but it's also fluid, and it's very easy for my front desk to schedule. Simple systems are the best systems. And this setup has worked really well for me for several years now, averaging what I consider to be strong daily production numbers. The third principle I want to share with you today is next up seating. This is especially important in practices where you see a lot of patients. And it's really simple. It just means the columns on your schedule in the computer do not have to correlate with a specific chair or operatory in your office. 
If you have a patient checked in and ready to go, this patient should be seated in the next open chair, not in a certain specific operatory that is tied to the columns on your schedule or not tied to a certain assistance room. Seating patients any other way than this will inevitably lead to inefficiency and patients waiting. This is pretty intuitive in my opinion, but lots of dentists have, for whatever reason, adopted inefficient ways of doing this. Any patient on the doctor's side of the schedule should be able to be seated in the first available chair, and any assistant should be able to seat that patient and assist. Now you may have certain procedures that can only be done in a certain place. For example, you only have nitrous in a specific operatory, but in general, you want to be able to do any procedure in any of your ops. If you can't do this right now, spend a little time and organize your stuff. If you have specialty equipment like a scanner or an implant motor or something like that, figure out a way to make it mobile. You can use a cart or bins, whatever can help your assistants move things around and get set up for you in more than one place. Remember, the goal is to free you up so you can do anything anywhere. Next principle, put your scheduling first. Your front desk has a million things to do. Some big things, some small things, but there's always stuff that needs to be done. It's important to realize that not all of these tasks, however, are equal. The most important of her tasks, I would argue, is scheduling. Schedule to a goal if you have a goal. Fill the schedule how you want it to be filled if you have a template. But this needs to come first. Well, what if she's posting checks, you may ask? Or what if she needs to send insurance claims? Those are good things to do, and they need to be done. But if you can't do both right now, I'm saying you should put off the others and choose to fill the schedule now. The claims and the posting checks, they can be caught up on tomorrow. But if you're underscheduled with empty chairs, or if you're inefficiently scheduled, you're losing production, patients are not getting the treatment they need, and you're not gonna get that time back. So I say scheduling comes first. And then final tip, and this is probably the most important, is to provide clear instructions to your front desk on exactly what your expectations are with the schedule. I'm sharing these tips with you right now, and hopefully you've got them down. But none of that really matters until your front desk knows them inside and out. It doesn't matter if the coach knows the X's and O's if the quarterback doesn't. Nothing's going to happen. Don't assume that your front desk knows how to do this or will pick it up from somebody else. Instead, assume that they don't know how to do this and that they're not going to pick it up from somebody else. It's up to you to explain and train. They cannot read your mind. They don't understand like you what treatments entail. And unless you tell them, they don't know what you want or what you believe the most important of their tasks is to do first. I'd recommend sit down with your treatment coordinator and share these principles. Sketch out an ideal day. Compare, it to what, compare that to what's on the schedule the next couple of days. Ask her how she could change things in the future so that your schedule would be more productive and less stressful. After you've done this, follow up the next week and review the last few days. See how you can improve. It doesn't have to take extensive time for this training, but the training definitely has to take place and it needs to be reviewed from time to time. It's not just going to happen on its own. So in review, friends, your schedule is your game plan and your tool to less stress and more consistent production. 
Implement first priority scheduling where larger, more productive treatments are always in place and then fill in the rest of the space after. Schedule appointments with different time demands simultaneously because there is only one of you and you cannot be in multiple places at the same time. Next up, seating. The next patient is seated in the next available chair, not in some arbitrary operatory based on your computer columns. Organize your office so you can do any procedure in any operatory. And then lastly, make sure your front desk knows exactly how you'd like to be scheduled and make sure she knows that filling your schedule properly is her most important task among everything else that she has to do. If you do these things, your schedule will start to empower you rather than beat you down. You can have steady, higher days with less headaches. So I would challenge you to implement this this week. If you want more guidance, more specific help on how to train your team and your front desk to give you consistently higher producing days and less stress, this is the type of thing that we work on in our coaching. So email us at Steve, Derek, Matt, or Justin at thelifestylepractice.com, or you can visit our website as well. And with that, everybody, have a great week. Sicker than your average.